your Marvel Strike Force show. This week, not featuring the rock god of pod, Charles McFall, because he's a slacker. <laughs> and as Dennis says in chat, is Charles out at a Tiki Torch rally? Uh, <laughs> no <not> comment. Sure. <laughs> Fine, I'll be nice. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> probably not. Wink. That's what the hoods are for, Dennis Animinity. Uh, oh. Anyways, yeah, we're going to be uh, trucking along tonight without Charles. Uh, he could not make it tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some new stuff that's come out. We're going to have a tight little show. Um, there's been some a whole bunch of new content this week. Kurt. What up? Break it down for <laughs> us, brother. Holy what? crap. What is going on in FTH Beyond, or not FTH Beyond, but uh, Marvel Strike Force? FTH Beyond is doing its thing like it always does. But. Yeah, there's there's only a little bit going on in the game. So, uh, as you can see, we have a brand new color scheme. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a little trippy. I was like, am I going blind? Like, right. What's What's going on? There, there, yeah. It's uh, so. There's been some cosmetic changes, which are, which are kind of cool. There's been some balance changes, which may or may not be kind of cool. Um, there's clearly the Scarlet Witch event. Uh, really? Yeah, I know. There's I something know. going on with Scarlet Witch. I'm confused. I know it's a little odd. Um, not as odd as the. Ooh, hey, look, assassin offer. All right, so uh, not as odd as the uh, the, the mission, the mission where you have 10 Doctor Stranges you need to fight. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. That's a fun fight. Uh, <laughs> as always, or, or I'm, I'm saying always now because two is apparently a, a pattern or a trend. Um we, you know, in the hard levels, you get to one level that nobody can beat, and that's where we're stuck. Right. So, so that's your uh, your ten Doctor Stranges, which, who boy, boy, it's rough. And yeah, well, at least they're different levels of Doctor Strange. But when you can basically <laughs> keep healing incessantly and. <laughs> And Sounds like what you're saying is Dormammu have come to bargain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I'm actually chuckling a little bit because when I fought that, um, I was staying alive, but that's all I was doing. I was right. making no headway. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> it felt very Dormammu to the point where I just said, forget it, I'm just going to hit auto. And once I hit auto, I soundly died quickly. Um but wow, it was rough. Yeah, I bet it was rough. I so I jumped into it yet. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to do that here in the next day or so. But yeah, that's. Uh, I, I see that we we've pretty much cemented this way of launching characters. It would seem. Yep. With this but, this event structure. The one nice change in this one is the first time through. All right, it's locked because I haven't gotten it. The first time through, though, you get actual shards. You don't get orb pieces. I mean, you get orb pieces as well, but you do get some actual shards. That's that's good. So my okay, keep throwing offers at me. Um, so so my Scarlet Witch is now sitting at thirty-one out of forty-five. Oh, which, that's awesome. Which makes me think I can get her. Yeah. Um, so really I need 
one decent orb pull. Right. Um, so, uh, so that's that was nice. Uh, I got cable this week. Oh, so that was cool. Uh, I got a nice premium pull, and ended up getting cable. So, awesome. yeah. Have you gotten um, to play with him at all yet? No, not really. Uh, there's too many other things to concentrate on. <laughs> sure. Uh, another uh, well, and when one of those is getting my Doctor Strange stronger. Um, another change. X Force Deadpool gray suit. Really, I did not catch that yet. Yep. So one of the things I like about this is there's nothing different but the cosmetic. Okay. So in so not, I, yeah, no, I was I was going to say not like uh, not like some of the other games where you're getting anything different stat wise. Not like Avengers Alliance, you know, which a lot of us have our our background in. Right, where, where uh, the costume could completely change the character, it's just a cosmetic option. You know, I've been I've been hoping for something like that in in the Marvel games that I've played for a while because, for me, I think it's better to be able to choose your cosmetics and still have the same functionality than be you know forced to run with a cosmetic that maybe you don't care for if there is right. an option. You know, so right, and that's why I'm hoping eventually. I mean, because right now this is forced on us. Yep. It, the and it, what, what was weird is they for, they changed the the label as well X Force Deadpool, um, but I but I would love to think that after all is said and done we'll be able to choose which costume. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Um, oh, it's again, temporary. Well, I, who knows? Uh-huh. I but I, well, I will that's, bet that's what people in chat are saying. Oh, it's a, a Deadpool yeah. tie-in for the release of the DVD. Yeah, I think that's what the email said, but but I'd like to think that what they're going to use this for two weeks or or a month. And yeah, I feel like they wouldn't have put that much effort in for nothing. Right. Um, and if you're going to do, if you're going to put effort in, put effort into giving us a a Peter playable. <laughs> right. <laughs> this costume does look great. It really does. I will say that it, it's very well done. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so we, we talked about Scarlet Witch. I'll actually pull up her model. Um, and I haven't, you know, I, I haven't seen anybody playing with her yet. Um, yeah, w- except for the fuzz, her model looks pretty good mm-hmm. and her abilities. Let's see at level six. It's, uh, looks like primary target. So piercing damage seems piercing. Yep. Yeah, a lot of piercing because you get plus twenty, plus twenty, plus ten, plus random negative effects, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that uh, sounds interesting. So fifty, seventy, eighty, plus a hundred percent piercing at level seven. Wow. I mean, because it, it's all uh, cumulative, right? So, and then. Um, so that was the that was just hexbolt. That was the first ability. Well, that sounds like that's going to be useful for dealing with some defensives. Right. Uh, oh, Sen Raven saying 110. Math is hard. Yes, math is hard. Leave me alone. That's why you guys are there um, <laughs> to fix math. Uh, and then just a shit ton of. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's a family show, right? A it's crap not- ton. <laughs> No, I know. We usually have Charles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're about 110% more wholesome this week. Right. Uh, but we have uh, a lot of 
deflect and a lot of uh, defense up. So for her second, which, you know, is really, I mean, it's 50% chance to defense up to one random, then 50% chance to defense up to one to three, and then 50% chance to defense up to each ally, plus always apply to vision if he's an ally. Uh, that could be ridiculously cool. Yeah, it's nice to see another team-up ability. Oh, and they're saying the skill is a monster with Thanos. So, and then Chaos Wave, which again is more piercing, plus uh, three negative effects uh, durations prolonged. So, So what you're saying is more dots. More dots, right. (laughs) And then Power of Cathan is chance to spread negative effects. Oh, Which, wow. man. So I mean, if, if if this is as effective as it sounds like on paper, she might be the new debuff queen that just kind of wrecks, uh, wrecks a lot of setups. Right. Right. I mean, so she might, well, she doesn't heal, but it might not be a good stand-in for people who don't have Doctor Strange. Right. But, so yeah, Sen Raven's saying Mordo, Strange, and Wanda together. Go go figure a bunch of wizards. <laughs> yeah, that would be ugly. Man, it, that that really that makes me very happy to see a possible team comp that is, that is thematic like that, where it's all mystic, you know, users yeah. like that, um, where they could be viable together and have their their skills interplay with each other. That's great. Yeah. So so we've got that uh, the new blitz is Gamora, which is an odd choice <laughs> since she's really farmable. Yep. Uh, but I don't have her at seven stars yet. Uh, but I will tell you, I the Hawkeye Blitz, I again, I don't have him at seven stars, and he's pretty farmable. Yep. Uh, I said, well, I'll push a little bit and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I got to... I completed the 12th milestone. So out of 14. Okay. I got to 450,000 points, I think is what it was. Yeah. Uh, 469 is what I got to. Mm-hmm. And my rank was, oh, uh, leaderboard, find me, 21,816 for 11 to 25%. Wow. I figured if I could go higher on any one of them, Hawkeye might be one of the ones where I could actually get a whole lot on. Yeah. And nope. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. Look at this. Top one. Uh, oh, I don't know why I did that. Uh, the top. Oh, wow. You can't, five, million. five million points. Five million points. Oh. I feel like yeah. Dr. Evil here where everybody laughs at this fake number. Yeah, 5.6 million points. Whew. I mean, holy crap. That's just... Yeah. I, I mean, it's almost like you should have more milestones if you're going to have a score that high. You know, that... Mm, I wonder... See, that's the other thing, is looking at this, there's such a huge gap between... If you can scroll all the way up to the top. Yeah. Uh there's such a huge gap between the top couple people. Well, there, there's a million points difference. A million points, points difference, right. That 
I don't know who Quix is, and if you're listening, I apologize if this is not true, but I almost wonder if they're botting or something in order to get that many points. Like, they must be, like, literally just jamming Blitz all day. And yeah. I, I, I feel like the only way you could get that many points is automation. But so, I he's definitely a powerful team. Strongest yeah. team power is 155. Collection power, 811,000. That's huge. Oh, wow, yeah. And characters at max star rank 11. Wow. All time arena rank one latest arena rank three. (laughs) Okay. All right. So he's legit. I mean, in in terms of what he's accomplishing anyway. Right. Um, And uh, Darkwing was said he got 1.8 million. Uh, And Darkwing, where did you end up? Because that's, that's the other part of that. Well, 1.8, he didn't end up top 50. You know, it's it was it's crazy. So, all right, so we've got that. The other uh, changes we've got new raids. Uh, I think the Ultimus Raid Six had just come out after the last um, podcast. Mm-hmm. But holy crap, it's uh, it's a rough one. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're not lying. They said squad level sixty five plus, gear ten. Uh, a gear tier 10 plus and ability level six plus. Yeah, it's rough. Um, the uh, rewards for this one are pretty awesome. If you can get to tier three. Right. Yeah. We, we were talking about that in the Alliance chat. Um, I saw that the people were kind of surprised that doing doing a lower tier in the new raid wasn't as lucrative as just 100%ing the prior raid. Like it, cause that was kind of what we had seen with other raids that came out as it became more lucrative to jump into the next tier. Well, it seemed to be the biggest discussion point was uh, like we were shooting for 60% initially when we launched this. Yeah. That was foolish. <laughs> there was no way that was going to happen, but at 60%, it does make the, the rewards are better. The only thing you miss is the blue, materials right and that was you know the blue orbs uh, and that was what some people were complaining a little bit about um i think the top tier teams are not complaining about that they don't care about that sure that would make sense um but man the, the purple mats uh be nice to get those <laughs> um the one thing the other thing they did do is they tempered the um earning of the orange uh, material. So, see if I can... So, these are, these are much better. Well, one, we ended up uh, top 1% to 2% the last raid season. Yep. Which I was not expecting. I thought, sure, we were going to be in this 26 to 50% or lower. And so, while we didn't get a whole lot to begin with they increased the amount of material that you get. Well, yeah, because we, we got 40 of the orange right. crystals there. And if we do the same, if we do exactly the same and we rank exactly the same, we'll each get 150 now. That's a sizable increase. Sizable increase. and, and I'm sure a lot of people are really happy about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, again, if you're going back and you're looking at the orbs themselves, and this is another thing that we've changed, so there's quality of life change, but... Um, 
Where the heck are they? Did I pass them? Uh-huh. Don't you know where anything is? Apparently I don't. <laughs> where the heck did it go? Oh. Nope, they're not in here. Where are my materials? Why am I not knowing this? Are you looking for supplies? I don't or- think I... Oh, wait, let me check main supplies. No. No, I was looking to see... I w- I, okay, so I want to call something out. People have yeah. been asking for a while to get the store menus all integrated so that you could jump from one to the other from the same menu, and that and has come out. Finally. And that is a nice quality of life change. Sure yes. Make some people happy. With one little exception. And that is, hey, I want to go buy, well, no, not even go buy, but I want to, hey, Quake, I'm 260 out of 300. I need to get to 300 to get her to seven stars. Cool. Where's she available? All right. I'll premium orb. Yeah, mega orb. Arena store. Cool. Let's go. That's the link, bro. That's not it. And I've seen, it's actually brought me to orbs before, (laughs) at which point it says no orbs currently available. Oh, that's funny. And so you have to click to, to there. But um, so, I mean, it's better. It definitely it's, had no problem bringing you to that offer, though. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it really does have to do with the last place that you were at. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. So I go cash in some orbs, which happens. Yep. And then you go here and you go, hey, Aria store. Nothing available. Check back later. Well, yeah progress i'm sure it's something they'll they'll tweak it is it is much nicer it's probably a relatively easy fix right i would imagine yeah so there's that nothing new in alliance war yet which is just as well Um, well i mean we've got this new raid to chew on so right which is i mean you know it's it's kind of like when we talked about the tougher raids that came with thanos and then deadpool as well it is a major uptick in difficulty. Yes. It, it, like you said, you know, when, when our Alliance um, launched the raid, people were hoping to hit 60%. And then even, even veterans who have really good teams were like, this is tough. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, Oh, I was amazed. Like I got through the first fight and I went, okay, let's see how the second fight is. And get in, got my clock cleaned. It was just bad. And then the cut to the shower scene where you're sitting in the shower. <laughs> <Just leaving. laughs> uh, but the Thanos raids are back. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. So that'll be good to get those. Um, and that is, they're back for 18 days, 19 days. So almost three weeks. That's cool, because uh, I, I think that finally, I think we can pretty comfortably say now that we're going to see these rates come back on a regular basis, which is good. Yes, yeah. Uh, but that they're not going to be around all the time. I mean, when, when Danos raids were first around, that was one of my issues, was I said, you know, having double raids all the time was getting starting to get really rough for me. Uh, but the, the fact that they come and go and we see Deadpool come back from time to time as well, uh, that seems like a really nice pace. The The way the Deadpool raids most recently came back, not so great with the... Oh, uh, two hours. Yeah, the two-hour windows. Um, 
I know not just our alliance, but many other alliances have been stressing about that. Um, I, I think, honestly, anyone who's not super hardcore just kind of threw their hands up in the air and they're like, whatever. Yep. If we, whatever we catch out of it, we catch. But the, the chance that you're going to get 24 people, especially if you're an international guild or alliance, I should say, yep. uh, the chance you're going to get 24 people to be all log in at the exact same time to clear an entire raid in a two hour window is pretty slim. Well, and that's, that's part of the conversation that you missed last week. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the podcast. Why would I listen to the show that I'm on when I'm not on it? (laughs) (laughs) But one one of the things we talked about is when they release the two hour uh, raids, a bunch of uh, alliances blew up. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, if they were international, there was no way in hell that was going to work. Yeah, I saw a lot of posts on the subreddit. Uh, I saw a few angry ones uh, from people from like SCA in Europe and such. They were like, yeah, if I wasn't in North America, I got kicked in some in some cases. Uh, Some some just dissolved and restructured, you know, rebuilt themselves up separately. Uh, It's a thing. And the, the other issue, the other elephant in the room as far as alliances go is I know recruitment's pretty tough right now for competent raiders because there's been a lot of attrition in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of flies dropping if we're, if we're honest. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. Um, I, I mean, I was happy though that in our Alliance, we didn't opt to blow it up and try to do that. And it doesn't feel like something we would have done anyway, but, right. um, but, but I think just, because I think the community aspect of it is a little bit more important for us right now. So, and I think that's good. Uh, I think that's healthy. Um, so I will tell you though, having a couple of people drop from the Alliance and trying to find new members has been fairly difficult outside the Alliance. Um, and well, yeah. Cause uh, well that, that leads me to a little announcement for me. <laughs> Uh, earlier this week, I actually approached you and I asked you to headhunt someone to replace me in FTH1 because I just basically, I'm not playing as much. I'm not as uh, keyed in as I might have been in weeks past. And I think a lot of people who follow the show have realized that that's probably been coming for a while. I decided I wanted to take a little bit more of a passive role and not have to necessarily stress it as much. Uh, but I expected you to have a replacement within a couple hours and it took a few days. Yeah. The, the difficulty honestly is, well, one, you know, if we're going to replace people, one of the things that, that we're going to try to do is replace with some uh, high level folks. Um, yeah. And, the difficulty has been not that they aren't available, but they get scooped up so quickly. Sure. And it's a seller's market. Yeah. Right now. So those guys are saying, look, if you're not, uh, if you're not hundred percenting those Deadpool and Fuegos, then we're not, we're not in. Right. And, or, or, I mean, we, I actually did see a couple of people say, uh, looking at hundred percent Ultima six, and that was just after it was released. I'm going, you have no idea what nobody's not a lot of people are doing that right now. Right. So, uh, but, but we got a couple of guys. Um, it, it does, uh, maybe, I mean, maybe this is a good time to speak about, um, 
alliance organizations. I, I guess it's a, it's a little it's a little strange because we're in a in a fortunate situation where we've got like four to six, depending on your how you count it, um, different alliances under our banner. Yeah. Right. And so, um, being sensitive to all the other teams and everything is kind of a sticky wicket. <laughs> and we, and we learned some things this week when, when that happened, uh, with moving people around, some of the Alliance leaders didn't know that was happening. Right. And so we, we just have to be a little bit sensitive about that. And, and again, I think it speaks to the fact that we care a lot about the community within, uh, not just the game and not yeah. just the success. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, as you kind of were saying, we are fortunate, you know, when we, when we started the show, when the game went for the global launch, we filled up an alliance instantly. Yes. And then we filled up a second alliance instantly. And then we filled up a third alliance nearly instantly. And within the first two weeks, we had a fourth alliance. I mean, we, we had a little bit of coming and going, and we, we allied up with an alliance that ultimately didn't work out. We had to reform one of them. But basically, we've had nearly 100 people tapped into the FTH Beyond community almost from the get-go. Right. And, you know, some people have come and gone and, you know, some, some of us are those of us uh, who are on the show or on other shows on the GSTU network, which this, you know, this show is a part of um, with various levels of, of playing and everything. But it's been really nice to have a, a nice little community, like a pretty sizable sub community of people who uh, either follow the show or just follow each other or whatever. Cause we've got a lot of carryovers from the Avengers Alliance days, obviously, and stuff like that. And the old FTH days, which we appreciate. Uh, but our situation is probably relatively unique. I would think compared to a lot of alliances. I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly from the, from the sheer, like again, it's that whole weird umbrella thing, right? Cause mo- yeah. cause alliances aren't meant to be that way. Alliances are meant to be one team. That's it. You got your team, um, but but if you're the only the only time I've seen it kind of like ours is with the hardcore, just like ultra hardcore alliances that like the the uh, what's it OG Alpha Flight uh, is a, is I think one of them. Um, there's just and they're they're just ultra hardcore, and I think they're using their um, their their alliance umbrella as like a farm system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got you know like here we've got uh, HFC Rio HFC New York OG Alpha Flight uh, HFC LA OG Omega Flight OG Beta Flight Weapon X. You know I mean that these guys are teams. It's teams of alliances, right? Um, not just uh, not just individual alliances. There's some. But man, you see, I mean, H HFC. I mean, in the top, in the top twenty or top thirty, they've got like HFC Hong Kong. Uh, looks like I don't know if that's Paris or what it is. P A R. Uh, and L A. and New York and Rio. I mean, that's five in the top thirty. So that's that's really interesting to break down what they apparently have going on there is they've they have a number of dedicated teams of hardcore raiders that are that they've structured those teams around time zone. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that seems to be pretty evident. And, and I guess if we cared enough for that, we could do that. Right. To a certain extent, but I don't know. I don't think it's that important. Not for what we're doing. Right. Um, well, I, yeah, that's, that gets into the question of, you know, we've talked about this a bit in the past. How serious do you want to take your serious gaming, you know? Right. Do, do you want to just – because that, that, I imagine that takes a level of micromanagement that is probably pretty staggering. Right. Uh, it, it's probably on par with, like I've talked about in the past, uh, you know, playing an MMO and in a raid guild. It probably, exactly. Which takes a lot of work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably not for everyone. I think it's impressive that there are, that there are communities doing it. Our community is clearly a little more laid back, and it's the premise is based around the show and everything, which is more of a this is just where the audience and the, the sub community can be. But we do have that you know that competitive team. But I, I, that's not to say that FTH one is the only competitive team in the not at all because there have been times where FTH two was clearing rates more consistently than we were. Uh, I mean, and we've had a lot of different issues for various reasons, and it's. I've been an issue before. There are other people have been an issue. Um, it, it's it's tough. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot to alliance management, and I can imagine that the the vibe in those hardcore alliances has got to be pretty. Like, I know that I'm, you know, every day at this time I'm going to log in and do this, and then I'm going to go do this, and then I'm going to do, you know what I mean? Right. I feel like it's got to be very structured, um, and it's got to be something you absolutely want to be doing nonstop. Right. And and I bet the vibe from the leaders is very much like uh, a certain leader in uh, the Twitch uh, one or (laughs) the first alliance that we have um, with with a uh, like J-Bo. J-Bo can get a little hardcore sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) But but it's yeah, it's all good. I mean, I think we I think we're striking a decent balance. Yeah. and and I don't know. I don't want to be micromanaging that that much. I I've, I've got no interest in that. I don't mind doing doing my job and and doing what I can to uh, increase things, but I don't want it to be a job job. Yeah. Oh, and that that's ultimately why I made my decision to slide out of the first alliance, uh, just because with the new raids, the new I cannot contribute to a level sixty five raid. And sure. uh, for for me personally, I'm not getting enough enjoyment out of that grind to keep pushing forward to really for it to really to fuel me to want to be on that level. Right. So I don't want to hold back a team, you know, another 23 guys and gals by being, you know, the the, the one guy who's like, yeah, I log in, I clear my lane, and that's about it. Um, and that's really what I was doing for about a week or so before I decided to make the move. Right. Now in FTH four, I got a now I've got to learn a new, uh, a, you know, new alliance and a new vibe and see where, you know, what their what their whole momentum is, what their flow is. Uh, and I'll probably, you know, I'll probably be doing much the same. Though I'll probably be logging in and clearing my lane and helping out where I can. Um, but the, my hope is to not be, not be grinding hardcore like this right because it started for me it started to suck the enjoyment out of the game 
uh, where I was stressing the fact that I couldn't push my main team much further forward. Uh, it, it, it felt like to me, like no matter how much time I spent in the game, I wasn't making that progress. It was just, it was literally having to wait for the plotting of time, you know, the, the, the cause it became the, the racking up things from day after day after day, eventually you would get enough stuff to, you know, it's kind of like the raid rewards, you know, eventually you'd get enough crystals to upgrade an ability. Eventually you'd get enough purple materials to upgrade a material or a equipment slot, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and I didn't feel like I had any real ability to target where I needed to go and really focus on that other than just logging in every day and clearing raids. Right. So, that's, uh, so, so uh, what what is your what is your team power at nowadays? Uh, much the same as it was in the past. Uh, and actually, I don't even remember what that is. Let me see here. I saw you so little in the raids that I forgot. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we we were on the same raid team, and I, you know what, sir? I cleared my raid my lane. You did. You did. Uh, it's it was, it's so funny though because like, with our relatively laid back attitude, it was like. There were days where, like, you'd go in, you'd clear your lane, and then, like, suddenly the raid would finish and somebody would launch another raid and you'd not realize it happened. <laughs> right. And then you'd be the one catching up. And then other days, like, it, and it was, uh, I saw a lot of different people doing it. Because, uh, you know, Frank used to be one of my, he was my lane buddy because he was the next, first, first lane of the second half of the raid. So we were both the middle in team two and some days i'd go in he'd cleared up all the way to the junction and other days i'd go in and clear up to the junction and sometimes i'd leave stuff for somebody else to do or whatever because i know some people want to get higher score and everything um but it was just funny like it was always watching the wings too because i'd see you and uh Rexaga, who is dennis dennis yep. on the outside edge uh so yeah it's, it's fun because there'd be days where like all of a sudden somebody who's always really on the ball clearing their lane suddenly like you clear your lane and you're like why isn't their lane done <laughs> what the well, hell well i will tell you that that in our lane the it, it's really uh dennis and me and right in the kiwis mm. and and it's a fight for that last node like whoever happens to be on at the right time um to to grab that last node because we're not having a hard time completing it anymore Right. It really is like we want the rank. We want the extra points. And, uh, man, I I can't even tell you how many times. Um, and, and Kiwis pretty much does have no chance of that last note most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I can't tell you how many times I've, I've logged in. And I go, all right, I'm going to jump in the raid. God damn it, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it seems like every single time. But um, I, I, I think that even happened today when I went in. But then I think it was Monday night, I was perched waiting because I saw that, like, <laughs> uh, one of them was engaged in the, in the node before it. And I'm going, as soon as that node's clear, I'm jumping on it. <laughs> and, and I got it. I got it. But, man, it's just like that's the only way to get that last node. And I'm doing, like, I don't know six, seven, eight nodes. But by the time I get done those, they're done. Like everybody else has done theirs. So, mm-hmm. Oh, Kiwi says nice things. He goes, I enjoyed clots in my lane. He never took those shared notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would usually, I'd usually poke away at a couple and leave the rest for whoever wanted them. Yeah, no, it's pretty cutthroat in our lanes. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, 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 there's nothing going on. You're just, just completing them. So, um, so, uh, have you, have you been paying attention to any of the latest data mines? I have not. Break them down for me, brother. Uh, well, no, I was kind of hoping you had because I, I haven't had any chance to, to be on Reddit. <laughs> well, okay, so that brings up that brings a topic that we were talking about in the pre-show. Um, I, I do pop into the Reddit because I am a Redditor. Um, I get a lot of my, especially my gaming news from Reddit. Um, I, I, you know, I'll read headlines and articles from sites and stuff from from time to time but i really feel like any game that you're actively engaged in you get a good thumb on the pulse of the community by checking out the subreddits that are devoted to it yep and lately i've been checking into the strike force subreddit and it's been kind of rough in there uh there's been a lot of uh frustrated and an overall negative sentiment uh for a myriad of reasons it's not it's not like there's any one single issue that's really getting a whole bunch of people upset or anything like that i've seen and i mean lots of prominent members in the community posting novels like literally the you know the great american or great european novel depending on where they live <laughs> right uh i mean just like <clears throat> excuse me and they, they've all had, you know, some people have been like, well, I've been playing for this long. Like, you've, I've seen whales and, and dolphins posting and saying, like, I've been playing for so long and I've been spending X amount and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is how I feel. And some people are like, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep slugging it out in the trenches here. And other people are like, I, I'm just done. And then they're uh Panub, the guy who does the data mines, he had a long post and he was talking about how can we take all of this sentiment that we all have and, and try to, to get it heard. Basically, it seemed like he was trying to restructure all of that, that sentiment, that attitude into a, a positive outlet where hopefully we can, you, you know, the community could get their concerns heard and hopefully right. get some momentum in a direction that kind of starts to please more people. Um, and so it's, it's kind of tough, man. You know, it's, you know, especially if you're popping into the subreddit for news and stuff um, and you're just bombarded by these negative posts. And I, I really feel, I'm a firm believer that when you see something, you know, Charles, for example, Charles and I go back and forth on this issue a lot. Charles isn't a big fan of Reddit because he can't take that negativity. Like he feels like it's oh. just chipping away at, you know, his, his outlook on everything. And Charles, Charles's attitude is almost always, I'm going to be, I like this thing. So I'm going to try to be as positive as possible about it until I just can't, you know, until I'm just bombarded by the negativity to such a degree that, you know, cause he, he's not, he's not a cheerleader. It's not like he's just always no. fakely enthusiastic. He's just not somebody who likes to dwell on the negative aspects of stuff very much uh, for the most part. And I appreciate that in him, even if that is not who I am. And I'm sure you feel similarly, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, I think the the um, the big thing that that I appreciate is, yeah, he is not a cheerleader, but he does try to have an, a positive aspect on things. And frankly, you know, compared to me, uh, it's I think a little too positive. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> he he just goes he he goes more positive. And I, yeah. one of, one of the things I love though is that um, you you actually are not afraid to point out the negative things without being a hater like oh, it's yeah, funny. No. 
So, so Charles isn't a cheerleader. You're not a hater. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a good balance. And I'm just like stuck in the middle. I'm like, oh, I can see both. I can get pissed off about this. I can, I can be really happy about this. Like, I don't care how annoyed I get by Fox next. I'm going to go, but man, you know, these animations are beautiful. Yeah, they're so pretty. <laughs> they're just, well, and again, co- compared to even MAA2. Yeah. You know, uh, they're just head and tail above. Uh, and Snorko is saying, Paul's not a hater, but he plays one on TV. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. <laughs> well, you know, we, we have conversations off show all the time, you know, on, you know, we message each other and uh, – it's one of those things. I, I message other people who are on the network, for example, other show hosts, because uh, these are these are my peers. These are people I work with. These are people who I respect their opinions. And I'll be like, so, uh, like, I'll message Phil, and I'll be like, what do you what do you think about uh, Strike Force right now? And Phil and says, let me ask Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, let me ask the wife. Uh, and you know, so the whole thing is like, I, I try to get the the temperature from other people. Uh, and, and kind of get their feelings and you know it, it's sometimes it's positive sometimes it's negative sometimes people are on the fence you know and they're like I'm getting kind of frustrated uh, you know Dennis is saying that he's gonna you know step back on strike force not so much that he's not enjoying the game he was saying earlier but that he just doesn't have the time and I respect that I mean these yep. recent these recent changes have made it if you were playing this game casually you are definitely going to get left behind that yes. is almost certain um, which is really I think unfortunate to a certain degree obviously I think there should be outlets for the really hardcore people um, you know because that that benefits Keeping keeping a hardcore audience enticed is good for pushing the game forward. It's good for you know the the company monetarily because obviously those are the kind of people who are going to spend usually. Um, those are the people who are going to you know flesh out characters and break them and te- you know test the limits of your design right. so that you can find issues because it's way you know in in the current structure of the game right now if there's a broken interaction somewhere. Right now, because it takes so long to get somebody powered up to really take advantage of something like that, they're, you're, potentially somebody's going to find a broken interaction and there's only going to be a handful of people in the whole world that right. have the team that can maybe take advantage of that. And they're only going to get probably a week or two before that, can, that, that gap can get addressed you know, in design or development and get fixed, basically. So that, that is a bit of a plus. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely not knocking the hardcore community who's still having a great time. Uh, but the overall feel is, you know, like we were talking about earlier with the alliances, there just seems to be a lot of drop off. Um, yeah. And I, and I think, I really think that that's partially because, I mean, I, it feels like Fox next might be kind of trying to give the non whales a little something. Uh, but, nobody's trusting them yet. And, and, and I understand completely the, the frustration marketing thing, the, the catering to the whales thing. I get that, but you gotta at least make the general unwashed masses feel like you care a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, when, when you get an offer uh, the Nobu one, see, uh, well, well, okay, we'll talk about the offers in a little bit. But this, like this, right? This gold offer, 
750K plus three orbs of gold. So let's call that another 27K. I mean, uh, 270K. So a million, let's call it a million gold. Uh, kind of guaranteed a million gold. Um, for 35 bucks? Mm-hmm. And and 35 bucks, I'd go, okay. So, but that's a million gold. So that'll last me a long time. Let's go to the roster. <laughs> And let's see, who can I, who do I need to, let's say if I wanted to rank up Luke Cage, that's 80,000 for that one. I'm not going to spend that. Um, uh, what's a, what's a better one? Thor, maybe 150,000 for the first one. Uh, it just, it, it costs too much mm-hmm. uh, it, just to do anything. I mean, I don't, remember what it's going to cost me once I get my quake up to seven stars, but it's going to be what? Like 500,000. Yeah. Send Raven 500,000 right. to go from six. I mean, that, <laughs> <laughs> I can spend a million like that. It's nothing. Well, yeah, just to speak to that. So I often talk about how I play other mobile games, right? And that's not what this show's about. So I'm not going to go into it at length, but, uh, one of the other games I play is Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. It's going through its second year anniversary right now. I've been playing it since the beginning. I've taken some time off here or there. Uh, but they just had their big content release that just came out this week, or today actually, was uh, previously the max star rank in the game was six stars. And now you can go up to seven stars. And it takes two of, of these rare characters that are five-star based to do it. So it's, it's kind of a whaley concept. You know what I mean? It's like you have right. to have duplicates of rare characters and there's now dozens of rare characters in the game. Uh, but they're going, they're starting from the beginning of the releases and working their way forward in batches. So it's mostly old characters that are kind of falling off. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not important or as important as they once were now getting, you know, rebuffed and getting this whole new, uh, this whole new meta with the seven stars. It costs three million gold in that game to us, you know, to create a seven star. Okay. They, so the patch comes out today with the seven stars, and they give us three million gold. Wow! So, wow! So Basic, and on top of that, the the event that's been going on for the last week, uh, the the in-game raid that's been available, has been giving us uh, units that you sell for gold like crazy. So we, I, I had 9 million gold this morning, which I am not somebody who goes out of my way to farm gold in that game. Uh, it, I just, I sell the stuff that they give me and I try to spend frugally. Um, so I was really surprised, but the, I, what I'm saying is the first hit was free. Basically they, they, right. they gave us what we needed to make our first seven star. Essentially, if you had the units to do it, here you go. Here's the money. This costs you nothing to try out this new feature. It's, it's the, it's the future. You know what I mean? This is where we're going. This is where things are going to end up. And also if you've been doing all the other stuff right now, you know, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to get the other, you know, material that you need to do this. Um, but it, Paul, don't you see they're losing so much money by doing that? Well, they don't sell, you know, they don't sell gold in the game and you know, it's it's something you would have to grind away at. Um it it, it it's it's a really whaley concept. Like let me let me cuz there's also uh there's a concept in that game called TMR where you get items from uh you got to you got to boost this 
whole thing to 100% to get an item. Well, now they have super TMRs, which means you have to have four duplicates of these five-star base characters to get. And so that's like the whaliest concept ever. You get like this amazing sword or whatever for having four of these super, ex basically expensive or grindy characters to acquire. Because you can't just like, you know, get them through quests or anything in the game. It, you have to have gotten them from the gotcha. But my uh, point is, it's a pretty whaley concept, but because they give you that gold to do the first one for free, as long as you have somebody out, I think it was a batch of like 10 characters, as long as you have dupes of anybody out of those 10 characters, you're good to go. You're going to mm. be able to make at least one of these, you know, new seven stars. You're going to be able to enjoy that, you know, explore that new territory, enjoy that new experience. Um, they set you up for that. So now you know what to expect. Um, and it, the, the overall response is pretty positive, even though the first wave of characters is pretty lackluster. Like it's, Imagine, you know, us talking about them adding buffs to Hulk, to Luke Cage, you know, to, to these characters that aren't top tier. Right. That some people care about, you know, and people have emotional attachment to. Um, doesn't necessarily make them top tier in the long term, but it definitely brings them up a level in the short term. And the overall reaction is pretty positive. You know, there's obviously some frustrated people here and there, but. Well, but 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 um, but it but that's the difference, right? I mean, the when when they first announced, and granted, they've made some changes to to improve it, but when they first announced the whole raid reward system with the with the orange material, and people were saying, "Oh, so I have to wait twenty eight weeks in order to upgrade one ability on one character." Yeah, I mean, when. <laughs> Yeah. How insane is that? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But but that I mean unless you not only don't care about the general masses but actually hold them in disdain. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, at least that's what it feels like. A, a big part of this I really feel like is messaging, right? Yes. It, it's and this this has been the biggest outcry in the subreddit that I've seen. Like the thing that no matter what your beef is with the game or with Fox Next the biggest number one shared issue among all the posts I've seen and all the sentiment I've seen expressed is that people want them to start talking to us. They want somebody that's going to come for like patch notes, like extensive patch notes, announcement of things that are going to come before they hit. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of stuff. Like basically forewarn us of what's coming. And that is what I was going to speak to with uh, the other games I play. You know, I play Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. I play Bleach Brave Souls, which is actually going through its third anniversary right now. Hmm. Um, and I play, uh, uh, right now I play Grand Summoners as well, which is relatively new for global. But they've been doing collabs with various anime and stuff. Um, th those are all, all three of those are Japanese games that have... Well, actually, I'm sorry. One of them is made by a Chinese developer. But those are Japanese and Chinese games, so they're not made for the English-speaking audience initially. We, what I am playing is the English ports, the global ports for them, that came out way after the fact. But they have dedicated teams that handle you know, the announcements for things that are coming out, the news, and there's always information coming out about what's coming down and they do presentation videos where they show us what's coming. Uh, they show us gameplay for new characters and stuff like that. Like all, you know, they, they do a great job of basically being like, on one hand, it's building hype, but on the other hand, it's like, this is what you can expect. There's almost no mysteries in that regard. Right. You know, it, it, 
<laughs> yeah, I, it's it's. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that yeah, one. No, no, it's all right. So, um, how do I ban somebody on <laughs> banned? So the the you know the thing is you got to cut them some slack because the idea of active community managers is new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was sarcasm, I mean, right? It was it was for the, sarcasm for the I folks mean, at home who can't read tone over the yeah. right, right. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm it. Yes, that was that was not for the audio. That was for the video because I was looking, doing the eye roll, and shaking my head. No, it, it's um. It's a little crazy. It's like, it's not difficult to do. It's not a new concept. And yet, why bother is kind of the sense that you get. It's such an opportunity, like I was saying with these other games, it's such an opportunity to build hype, to get people excited, and to, and to really let people plan for what's coming. You know, some of these game, other games I play, when a new feature comes out, like what I'm talking about, or an anniversary event comes along where they're giving, and that's the other thing, the anniversary events in these two games, they give away so much stuff. Right. Like, they, they give away the equivalent of what they give away for free over the course of like two or three months the rest of the year. But the, the month or so around anniversary is just insane. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it, it's and it is what they say it is. It is an anniversary of it. It's a celebration. Thank you for supporting us so that we can put out another year of this game. You know, and it's in the Bleach game I play, it's based on an anime that's done. Like that that anime is done. It right. has its audience or whatever, but like that is not necessarily a show or a property that is gaining it. Not like Marvel, where it's just gaining this crazy audience at a you know, pretty steady pace. Um, that has a worldwide audience on the same level, and yet they've gone three years, and they I don't think they ever expected to make it three years because they're a small publisher that, you know, uh, design uh, developer publisher that <laughs> the other game they make is like, like a pop idols anime game, you know what I mean? Like it has <laughs> nothing to do with, you know, what they, what they do with the game that I play. Um, and they, they have some hits and misses, you know, they, they've, they've definitely pissed people off before, but overall they tend to address those issues, but they communicate. And even if it's a frustrating uh, Japanese broadcast with a translator speaking over it, you see what's coming, you know what I mean? And, and they talk about, they address community feedback and stuff, at least to a certain point. Um, that is everything. The messaging is everything. The ability to shape the conversation a little bit is huge. And I just don't understand why Fox next isn't basically grabbing the reins on that stuff. So the question though, that one of the questions that I would have is, well, like, so the first community manager that they had um, looked like he was going to be really active and, and communicate with folks and ended up saying nothing and then finally going away. Um, that was the guy that was showing up in the Twitch streams as, uh, Marvel strike force. Yeah. Um, and, and then, okay, he's going away, whatever that happens. Um, and then there's the dude nightly gaming. Yeah. Um, who had the opportunity to be that positive voice and have, he had the ear of the company clearly, because he was getting he was getting the resources, yeah, um, and did nothing except piss people off, yeah, um, and so missed opportunity at least number two. Um, the question is whether or not 
the 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 players are going to give them very many op- more opportunities. Well, that, so that was another thing that was discussed. As I saw, there was conversation about um, the game's revenue. So the game was top ten, is my understanding. Uh, yeah, I think I had heard that as well last month, and then they dropped. Uh, some people were saying it dropped down to like eighty six. Other people were saying they saw. I think it depended on the market um, right. that you're in because you'll see different results in the various stores that you're looking at. Uh, but basically, dropped significantly, like a, like a cliff. Like, yep. I hope you had a parachute on because, <laughs> oh boy, you know what I mean. Yep. Uh, I'm seeing if I can figure it out uh, on Google right now. But uh, uh, basically, where it is. Yeah. All, all signs point to a significant drop off in revenue, which is troubling because, you know, that means, oh, man, like, who knows how much longer, if they don't find a way to stabilize and recover, how much longer can they go? Exactly. You know, how much longer is the studio going to support a game that is suddenly not making a lot of money? Right. So... Uh, I haven't seen the. I, I don't know actually where to find where where it ranks. And, right now, it's showing there's more than five million installs. Yep. The, the last uh, numbers that I had heard from Casino were they were adding users at nineteen thousand a day. Um, which is not bad by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <sighs> it's it is that going down is you know where's the where's the loyalty uh it's well and you know the 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 issue being that that's the information he got a few weeks ago right exactly exactly yeah that was during his visit and that that was before that was before the nightly gaming thing broke. That was before a lot of these other issues really blew up. That was before some of the new grindier content and more difficult content came out. It, you know, it's because that was right before Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Right, right. It and was. Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp might, you know, people talk about the nightly gaming thing, you know, that we talk about raids, we talk uh, these these other hot button issues, but I really feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp, those two events are one of the things that, for lack of a better pun, started making people drop like flies. Yep. Because they were very frustrated with the way it was structured, and it just seemed like people were busting ass and getting very little payoff. And and that's always going to be a thing that you're going to have to struggle with is like, obviously you don't want to give away everything, you know, super easy, because then people don't feel any fulfillment achieving things, you know? Right. that's, That's a really important concept in game design, right? Is that people need to feel like they have to work to achieve something, and then when they achieve it, they feel better. Um, if they got it too easily, then there's no sense of accomplishment. Um, but at the same time, if it is too difficult, either people will just, you know, wash their hands of it and be like, it's too much, or they'll just they'll feel frustrated when they try really hard and come up short. I mean, I know there were people when the first Deadpool raids came out, there were people who said they came up like one orb short or they're sitting, they're staring at 1900 shards for an orb in the event. Right. Ends, you know what I mean? And 2000 was the caught, you know And they're like, ah, ah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I got to a point where uh, during the wasp event, I said, well, okay, I guess I'm not getting wasp. Yeah. I, and it wasn't, it was like halfway through and I knew, I knew I wasn't going to earn enough 
to get wasp and i kept but i kept playing thinking that maybe i could get i don't know an orb that would put me over the top and nope nope no no wasp so Sun Raven says I was at 95 out of 100 for Thanos forever until they gave us that freebie. Oh, man. Shout out to Sun Raven, by the way, who I believe is my replacement in FTH1. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> uh, Dennis uh, says, you know, you mean like playing for six months and not being able to get one of the best players in the game? Cough, cough, Black Widow, cough, cough. You know, that's that's one of those things, too, that like – that's what I talked about when I first came in is I was like, Hey, everybody who was in the beta was like, you should definitely get Quakey. You should definitely get black widow. These guys are, or these ladies are awesome. And then, you know, global launch comes and they're like, Oh, no, 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 black widow. Who? Yeah. Yep. Who, who's that? Right. <laughs> Natasha. I remember her. Who? And it's like suddenly, you know, James Bond just disappeared and got whisked away across the world. You know, <laughs> right, um, right. it's like, it, I, I, I'm a strong believer that people should have relatively equal access to things. Um, if something's a premium, it should be a premium for everybody. If it's something like a, you know, a raid reward, like a high tier raid reward, it should be a high tier raid reward that anybody can achieve if they get to that point, even if it means that they really have to bust ass to get there. Um, but right. some of the stuff is that's not what's going on. And it's really distressing sometimes when you start talking about like the, um, the mega orbs and stuff where you can roll really well on a mega orb and get a character that nobody else has easy access to, or right. you could get Luke cage, which right. happens, which does happen. I mean, uh, you know, I, and, you know, I, I've benefited from a mega orb, but I've also gotten crap in a mega orb. So, Hey, let, ask me how my scientist Supreme is going. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, here's, here's who I don't have. I've got no wasp at 85 out of a hundred. I've got no Black Panther at 80 out of 100. Uh, Scarlet Witch, I have, I, I have some confidence that I'm going to get her. I'm at 31 out of 45. I think I'm going to get her. Um, Star-Lord, no way in hell that was going to happen. Um, Nobu, again, uh, I, even, I even looked at that offer. I'm at 54 out of 100. I looked at the offer, and I went, 54. So that'll bring me to 94 out of 100 for $20. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I was at 64, I might look at that 20 bucks and go, you know, I just freaking want Nobu. Yeah. Cuz 20 bucks it's it's expensive and maybe this is maybe this is part of the issue that they've kind of numbed me a little bit. By going, okay, 20 bucks, you can get Nobu. Um, or, you know, lecture's not a good so, example. <laughs> so uh, uh, this, this leads me to pointing out something else that, because um, I'm looking at my achievements. I am six days shy. All right, well, I have 120 days, 24 days logged in, and I'm sure I've missed a couple days here or there. Um, yep. Which means that we are, just over four months out from global launch. Yep. A solid four months. That seems such a short amount of time. <laughs> it really does. When you, when you put it like that, it really, I, I keep forgetting cause it does feel like we've, we've, uh, we've had it for a lot longer and some of us have, but I mean, right. Yeah. Beta players had it for what? 90 days, a good 90 days before that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, depending on when you jumped in, uh, 
my feeling is for some of this stuff, like if you're releasing new content on a regular basis, the idea is that you add value to the game by making older content, older characters available more readily as time goes on. Yes. They closed the door on characters like Nobu and Black Widow, made them difficult to acquire. Open that floodgate. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's time. It's been months. People have been... There have been people who started playing at Global Launch who still would very much like to have a Black Widow or very much like to have a Nobu or even very much have, you know, a couple of the other early characters, like a Black Panther, for example. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're not. Maybe that's not what people care about. You know what I mean? Right. Um, not every character is going to be top tier. But it, I think it's time to start, you know, releasing ways to get these older characters. And, and by older, I mean, like, just they're the early releases. They, they've been around. They're not the exciting new hotness. You're not going to build a whole new event around them, right? You're not going to do something like this Scarlet Witch event for a Black Widow, right? You're right. Or even a Panther or anything like that anymore. So don't. Just right. <laughs> start to trickle them out. And it doesn't have to be anything insane. You know what would you know what would absolutely blow the doors off on this game and impress a lot of people, I think, is if next month's login reward, you know, the, the character shards you get was yep. Black Widow. Oh my god, people's heads would explode. Right. People would go nuts. Yep. And how great would that be though? That would be and that would be such a point for Fox Next to be like, see, we love you. Yep. Yep, it, it, could, it could be so thinly veiled too. It could be the biggest lie ever. Like, ha ha, we, we convinced you that we care about you by giving you this, this one character that everybody wants. <laughs> um, you know, well, that's you, the thing. You don't need to give up the ship. You just need to give people an oar every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, uh, and I don't even know if the, what I said was anything that anybody's ever said before. Uh, but, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, hey, I just pulled up uh, Google Play top grossing games. Yeah, top, top grossing Android apps, and Strike Force is sitting at fifty eight. Okay. And around it, uh, PUBG Mobile is at sixty. Mm-hmm. Yahtzee is at fifty nine. Idle Heroes is at fifty six. Uh, the walking dead road to survival is at 55. Uh, and let's see if there's a Marvel game. And you know, you, you reminded me of the fact that earlier I wanted to clarify dropping down to like the fifties or sixties doesn't necessarily mean the game's not making any money. No, it might be making more than enough to continue development, but it's not making what it was. And it was making a lot. And that was a buzzworthy thing you know, thing. Uh, Sen Raven says contest of champions is likely in the high twenties. Uh, contest of champions is in 20 at 26. Yep. Yep. Now and contest of champions has been out for years now. I think it's yep. in the third or fourth year, if not longer. And that's also a game that has been very highly criticized for how, how whaleish it is. You know? But it feels like they give you stuff all the time. Right. Well, and that's what I, that's what I kind of get at with, um, these other games that I play, they are giving out significant rewards all the time, but which generally allows you to get a character to be really awesome. Right. In a game where you need, you know, three or four characters to be good, or you need a wide stable of different characters that attack different problems. Uh, that's the situation in the Bleach game I play. You know, there's dozens of characters, but 
all the time they're hitting us with different scenarios where we need different things. So my go-to character doesn't solve every problem. She solves most of them, but she doesn't solve every problem. Right. Uh, you know, and that would be the case in this game as well. You know, obviously, you know, the teams that have been good since the beginning, they've recently gotten some tweaks to them as well. Um, powerful characters in this game don't solve every problem. So giving people access to some of these powerful characters doesn't necessarily mean you're going to trivialize all the content for them, but you are going to make the content that is super difficult for a lot of people, a lot easier and a lot more manageable. And I think that makes people happier because I think one of the issues with this game is when you push to the end game and you're, and you're waiting on the raid rewards every day and every, you know, every raid period, um, the other issues you feel like, well, I'm not growing at all on that main team, which means I can't go back into story and push story really because I'm, I'm at the same walls that I was at before. You know what I mean? You just feel yep. kind of locked in a, in a cage of I have stopped my progress in almost everything because it's all waiting on the same thing. Right. And so that is where I think some, you know, something's got to give. Uh, flush out some of the other parts of the game, get people you know, going in different directions. All of this emphasis seems to be on the raids right now and the raid rewards and blitz. I mean, obviously blitz is the other part. Um, and the, the two hour blitz thing has been crazy, you know, it's, and you tried, you know, you're like, Hey, let me see what I can do. And no, it was bad. You, it was right? bad. And how much time, like realistically, can you estimate for that, that blitz period, how much time did you dedicate to doing blitz? A lot. It just, uh, well, well, no, you know what? No, I can't say that because we could only run it once a day. So, uh, what I did end up doing though is spending a good half an hour prior to the blitz mm -hmm. prepping, you know, prepping people and, and talking it up. And then I spent that two hours kind of dedicated right. to just being sure that when I refreshed my, my energy, I was, I was able to attack right away so I could maximize the number of attacks or the number right. of battles I could fight in two hours. Right. And that was like every night. And that was brutal because that was on top of the way I normally play. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. Uh, it's funny, I'm... I'm uh, again, I'm still looking at this top-grossing Android apps. Galaxy of Heroes, number 18. That's been out forever. Yep. Uh, you know, and... and well, you that's... Go, you know, that's another game that has gotten criticism in the past for being kind of stingy. Um, that's a game that, because there's so many design similarities between Strike Force and that game, in response to Strike Force coming out and being so successful, Galaxy of Heroes started giving a ton of stuff away. And, yeah. and, and started like basically throwing stuff at their customers saying, Hey, 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 hey hold right. on. <laughs> Who's yeah. really got your fix, baby. You know, like, so, um, it, obviously there's, there's a little bit of, um, how to put it. It's a bit of a song and dance, right? Especially yeah. for the mobile game. Obviously you're seeking revenue. But I, I really strongly feel like there's a way to keep people in general happy, keep people excited about your new content. Um, but you, you have to minimize that frustration feeling and, and focus it on the things that really matter. I absolutely think some of the, the new, like this, like the, the Scarlet Witch event yep. comes out. I think it should be easy to get Scarlet Witch. I think it should be really difficult to get a high star rank. 
I am right there with you. That's that's what has been pissing me off the most about the new characters. Like you have an event, you should be pretty much guaranteed to get that character. Yeah. Low level or not, that's cool. Whatever. And hey, if the whales want to pay to get it to seven stars, more power to them. Yeah. But I want my damn Scarlet Witch or I want my damn Wasp. Yeah. And and I'm playing the event. It's not like I'm not playing the event. But Mm-hmm. To just say, yeah, no, you lose this time. That's crap. That's just crap. That's that's why I suggested like doing the Black Widow login thing. Because right. you would get her, but you wouldn't get her at max stars. You know, you right. wouldn't get her at max investment. You know, so she's not gonna she's not gonna skyrocket you to, you know, the top of blitz just automatically by the fact of having her, it's going to give you a new character to play with. It's going to give you a new set of abilities to mess around with. That's an exciting thing. That's, you know, that gets the dopamine going, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, this is great. And that's what people are seeking in a game like this. Um, And it just feels like the carrot gets dangled all the time and then just gets yanked away just as people are getting close to it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, was it uh, a legendary hero was asking how does the Scarlet Witch event compare to the Wasp? Um, I she he goes, uh, I mean, you have thirty one shards at the moment. Okay, so the the Scarlet Witch event started what two days ago, mm-hmm. and and I'm at thirty one out of forty five, and forty five is an important number. Um, and Wasp went for two weeks, and I'm at eighty five out of hundred. And I played as much as I could on that. Um, and, and not like, I, and when I say as much as I could, I didn't do uh, refreshes, you know, p- uh, power core refreshes much. Yeah. Um, what I've heard, and this is uh, something that Casino had, I guess, gleaned from the developers. Um, the, when there's an event, the power cores that you would normally spend on your campaign energy refreshes every day, because you get, I guess, 250 power cores a day or something like that. The expectation is that you'll spend those on the refreshers for the event rather than the campaign mm-hmm. during the event. And if you do that, you pretty much will be guaranteed Wasp. So I, I think I get what uh, FF Legendary Heroes saying here in chat. Uh, He's asking, would you say that the Scarlet Witch event is better than the Wasp event? Oh, 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 Cause oh, oh. Because you're almost certainly going to get her, right? Yeah. Um, so from an event quality standpoint, um, I love the storyline stuff, and I think they're about equal. I really enjoyed both storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I could play them, because I couldn't get past a Wasp node, and I, couldn't get, I can't get past a Scarlet Witch node. Um, but I could go to the earlier, uh, the, the earlier levels and play through the entire story. And, and I like it. I, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the one upside to the Scarlet Witch event, I believe, is because I don't remember this being the case with the Wasp, and I might be wrong, but the Scarlet Witch, when you completed a node the first time, you actually get shards, not just orb fragments. And I think that was important from a satisfaction standpoint. That was very important. It made me go, Oh, I'm actually gaining some ground here. So it it sounds like, I think, think what, uh, what legendary hero is trying to lead us to water on here is it sounds like 
they might have realized what we're talking about. Like we might be beating the dead horse because they might have already started to make the change. I hope you're right. Right. And so this might be the event where you, it becomes more easily, you know, easily accessed to get the character. But as we said, it would be more difficult to get a higher star level character. And and, uh, so, and I think everybody would want that, right? I think, I I think I, I really hope you're, you're right. However, I don't trust them yet. That's, you know, and that's, that's fair. Cause I, I also saw a post in the subreddit where, uh, um, Fox next responded to one. Of, oh, it was to the login thing. Cause people panicked cause there's no cores in the login. Right. Right. Uh, right. For the, for the month. But then what they said was they, they, they responded and they're like, that's cause we're rolling out a new weekly login system as well. And it wasn't ready to launch right away. It, that's coming out in a day or two or whatever. Yeah. And it's it, out. It's, it's out, out now. Right, right. Yeah. It's out now. This was a couple of days ago. Yep. Um, and I saw, uh, I believe the user's name is Chewburger84. Uh, he's a host on another podcast for the show. Uh, I don't know what the name of the podcast is. I apologize. I haven't looked into it yet. Um, he was posting like, hey, I really want to praise Fox Next and thank you for communicating on this and everything. Um, and some people kind of were like, uh, it's probably a little early to be like, good job, buddy. You know? Right, right. Um, <laughs> And, and I, I do want to commend the attitude of being like, when somebody starts to correct behavior that you perceive as negative, you do want to acknowledge it and you do want to encourage that and be appreciative of it. So if we're starting to see a shift in the other direction from Fox Next, I, I, I want to applaud that. But I think you need to be more overt with it. You know, you need to kind of like, you need to get ahead of it. And you just need somebody to come out and say, hey, listen, we get it. We've, we've, we've right. listened to your feedback for the last several months. And we know that a lot of issues have come to a head. We're it, it kind of it, it speak. I always bring up World of Warcraft on the show, but you know, World of Warcraft is doing its pre-expansion uh, stuff right now. It, right, the new expansion is coming out in two weeks. Two weeks ago, they had their pre-patch for the expansion, and it completely fucked a whole bunch of stuff up. Right. Uh, it right. made the leveling experience worse. It, it screwed with a bunch of stuff that people were able to do before. It messed with connectivity. And he, they had a Q&A the next day, a dev Q&A. And Ian Hazakostas was like, listen, this is not what we intended to deliver. We know that you deserve better. We intended to do better and we can do better. And we're going to, we're working very hard right now to fix things as quickly as we can. So you'll see immediate changes to things that we can fix immediately. And obviously in the weeks leading up to the expansion, you'll see other major changes as we dig and find resolutions to other issues. And we're, we're working very hard. Um, some people listen to that and they're like, whatever, fuck you. You know, <laughs> right, I, right. I'm not advocating that attitude. I think that was a really responsible way to get ahead of it and say, Hey, we screwed up. And he really said, and I, I genuinely believe what he said. I believe like he was like, we, we failed, you know, in a, in a certain respect, he's like, we failed to deliver the experience that you expect and deserve. And we acknowledge that. And we're going to try to do better. And we're going to try to make sure that this doesn't happen going forward. I think that's, that's where Fox next should be right now is like, Hey, we get that we screwed some stuff up. We haven't communicated so well. We haven't communicated all of our intentions so well here's what we're going to do in the immediate future. Here's what we're going to do in the long term. what the kind of things you can expect. Nothing is definite because, I mean, I think every game developer has to be honest about that. Things change all the time. Expectations right. change, you know. Sometimes you go a wildly different direction, but this is our intended goal, 
And, you know, and then also just having, like we said, a community manager who is engaged, even if they only pop into like the subreddit every once in a while and say, hey, okay, you know, we've, we see this issue, uh, we're, we're throwing it up the chain to the, to the dev team. Obviously, every issue that gets reported, sometimes like it's going to go to a dev team. They're going to be like, "Yeah, we know about that, but we don't have a fix for that that'll work yet." You know, or right. or yeah, that's just something we just don't have the power to change right now. Or there's always just stuff like that, and you can't always tell the public that because the public, some of the public don't want to hear that. But right, try to communicate something as well. I think what we're saying that's something we've been advocating for a long time. Um, it's good to build hype, but it's also good to build confidence. And so like to, to speak to what you were saying, you don't trust them yet. And right. you, they need to earn your trust back. They need to earn a lot of people's trust back. Um, I think a lot of people love this game. A lot of people are excited about the way this, this game looks and feels and plays. They're excited to play with these Marvel characters. Uh, the, the story design is great. The, you know, the character design is great. The, even the mechanics, the raw mechanics feel good most of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, what's interesting is one of the things I try to do, because, uh, you know, I've, I've played a bunch of the Marvel games in various forms. And one of the things I like to try to do is go, okay, how different is this game going to be a year after it launched? Mm-hmm. Because they all change, right? They all evolve in some way, uh, Oh, some way or another, but, but, but I'm with this game. I just want it to survive in a, a full year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that. Cause we're not, we're not even halfway. Right. So, right. um, so it's funny, uh, just to kind of shift gears a little bit. I was looking at the login calendar. If, if this is going to be the, um, the login reward, the weekly login reward, uh, consistently, which, I think it would be awesome if they rotated the type of orb you get, mm-hmm. but this is a premium orb. So if it's a premium orb, okay, that works. Uh, you get basically one orb a week. Right. Um, if it, if, if it works, um, it would be really, uh, again, it would be really cool if you got like premium orb the first week, a gold orb the second week. Um, and I don't know. And maybe the last, Two weeks, you you can earn a mega orb or something. I don't know. Um, One orb every two weeks. Uh, Legendary hero says here from the seven day login. Uh, is it two thousand? No, it's two thousand. It's it's twenty five plus fifty is seventy five plus seventy five is one fifty plus. 100 is 250 plus 250 is 500 plus 500 is a thousand plus a thousand is two thousand. Math is hard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, one premium orb a week, which isn't bad. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and and it did. the other thing I was really thinking about is I added up, okay, it's Winter Soldier, whatever. Critique that. I don't care. Um, you get 40 Winter Soldier orbs or, or shards. Um, did... Is Winter Soldier a forty-five? To I have him already, so I can't tell. Let me go look because I don't have him. Oh, you don't? Okay. Nope. I did not buy that offer when it was <laughs> offered. Early. No, I didn't buy it either. But but I I think it's one of those I just earned early. He is forty-five. I'm at twenty right. out of forty-five. So so this is one of the things that kind of bugs me a little bit. Less so, but a little bit. Um, you you log in every day for a month. 
and you come up five short. Mm-hmm. Now, you can farm him. Yep. And feasibly, you've probably, like, if you've been playing any length of time in your daily orbs that you open and, and whatnot, you've probably opened a few shards for him. Because I'm at 29 out of 45, and I haven't farmed him. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. So, so yeah, and I don't think that's unreasonable. I mean, he's not so premium that you're not going to pull him from other orbs and things like that. Um, but, but you know what's funny is I counted that up. I said 40, right? Yep. So that'll put me at 73 out of 80. So what? No, here's the thing, because I already have him. But what that may make me go is, well, you know what? I'm Maybe I farm him for another few. Um, and you know, and cosmic conflict one nine is where he's farmable. Uh, also in Nexus nine, nine. Yeah. Good luck with that. And mystic two, six again for me, good luck with that so far. But, um, but you know, maybe I will farm him a little bit. Uh, somebody is saying, uh, red rabbit is saying any chance there'll be a monthly card where you pay an amount of money. Oh, it's the monthly uh, VIP system. I am a big fan of those systems. I do too. I am too. But here's the thing right now, because of the way I'm feeling about Fox next, I think the VIP one rank would end up being $20 a month, which I think is way too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of the VIP things in various mobile games that are like what? three ninety nine a month. Usually or? somewhere between like four to $8 is what I've seen. Okay. But, and then and then different VIP ranks depending on how much you want to pay. That's a thing that yeah, that was a thing in Future Fight. Uh, to speak back to FFBE again, uh, they have one that's available for seven dollars where they give out their premium currency. Uh, they don't offer theirs all the time though. They only offer it every other month or so. Um, oh, okay. I, th I think it's more that they're testing the waters on it and everything. Um, but I but that's how you get people. Okay, so when I played Future Fight. It was called Stark Stash, and it was only like $4. I bought that on a regular basis. They made a lot of money off of me where I never redeemed part of it because I'd I'd start playing for a couple of weeks, and I'd be like, eh, fuck this game, and I'd, <laughs> I'd walk away. Um, but, like, there's there's profit in there, and just because you sold somebody you know, the, the daily login thing doesn't mean that they're going to log in every day, and they're going to miss days potentially if they're a casual player. But getting that trickle of a premium currency can be really exciting. Yeah. Um, in this game, I don't know how well it would work if it was just, you know, power cores because we use power. We Power cores are so mundane in this game. You know what I mean? They're, they're not, there's no direct way really to go grab a bunch of characters. Like there might be in other games. So I would say maybe if they did like a character subscription type thing, as one of their oh, options. get get so many shards a day or a yeah. month or whatever. Actually, I think it needs to be a daily thing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, a daily thing, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so if you if you signed up for the monthly login thing for again to bring up Black Widow, if they offered like a five dollar thing where if you log in every day at the end of the month you get you know the the minimum star level Black Widow, I think you'd get five dollars from a lot of people. Yep. And they'd log in every day for that month to make sure that they got it. You know and, I mean? and, oh, they may buy something else, too, while they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, just just uh, because I pulled it up, uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius is at number 62 in top grossing. Okay. Uh, but it's right in that area. I mean, yeah. uh, Mar you know, Strike Force 58, Final Fantasy 62, 
you said there was another one, the uh, uh, Bleach Brave Souls. The Bleach, uh, yeah, that's a fifty-one. Yeah, but again, holy crap, it's outperforming FFBE. That's crazy. Yeah, well, and again, Bleach third year anniversary, Final Fantasy second year anniversary. Yep, and Marvel Strike Force four month anniversary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, and, and that might be where Strike Force settles out in the end. And I don't want to necessarily completely portray that drop that we were talking about earlier as a yep. strict negative. And any new game is going to have an insane amount of hype. Any new game is going to get a crazy amount of downloads all at once. It's going to get a bunch of people coming in. It's going to get a bunch of people throwing money. Some people are going to stick. Some people are not. Um, I know I've tried a bunch of games that I started playing and then I ultimately didn't really care for and I walked away from them. Yep. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes happens to be one put out by Nintendo. Like it's put out by a major publisher. I did not like the the release structure in that game, and I did not enjoy it, so I stopped playing it. You know, and and that's a good example. And that's a pop, relatively popular, relatively successful mobile game. Um, there's been others. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and that's the other thing is, uh, and you mentioned it earlier, but it's it's worth repeating. Um, just because it's at fifty eight does not mean it's not successful right. at all. I mean, Hearthstone is at sixty seven. Angry- Hearthstone, whew, makes yeah, money. yeah. Angry Birds two is at sixty nine, and you know they're making money. They just they still are. It's crazy. I kind of wish they weren't but they are. Um, and, and there's, there's just a lot of, a lot of games that are just making a ton of money. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, we don't need to beat that horse anymore. Yeah. We, we've, uh, we've established it. Um, yeah. it's only, uh, Dennis asks is with the hearthstone. Is that only counting the mobile money? It's only counting the mobile money. That That's oh, not yeah. gonna- Blizzard's never going to tell you exactly how much, and, and that's only that's only Google money. I mean, that, uh, Google Play, right? And so that's not iOS, and yeah, and it also uh, a lot of these games off. Also, uh, you can buy their currency through Amazon, right? I know some of them. So, like, there's other ways to get the currency that might not be reflected in the in the Google Store, might not be reflected in the iOS Store, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Dennis is saying because Hearthstone makes hundreds of millions a month. Yeah, we we know. <laughs> it's it's a pretty well known fact that uh, Hearthstone keeps pretty much everything else alive at Blizzard, even when it's kind of sagging a little bit. Yeah. So. So. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know about you. I think we pretty much have covered things. Yeah, we, we, we should probably get to about wrapping it up. Uh, so let's uh, let's give a little shout out to some of the people who joined us today. Uh, definitely not world's okay. SDM F that no. guy. Yeah. Well, well, no, don't not, not F that guy. Cause I have to ride in the car with him. <laughs> I mean, we're all staying in the same house for dragon con buddy. So you know, what, what happens in Atlanta will probably get talked about for months and years to come and filmed. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, you know, of course you have Kurt and myself and you also have, Agent L. Snorko, who's none other than Snorri. Good to see you again, Snorri. We have uh, We have Bangham. We have Commander Root. We have Darkwing FTH. We have Decaf Smurf. Uh, we have Electrical Longboard. I feel like that's a bot. He's a bot. He's yeah. a bot. I confirmed that last week. Uh, Fafoni Badger. FF that's, Legendary that's, Hero. That's Fat Honey Badger. Fat Honey? 
<laughs> no, it's it's Fathoni. <laughs> it's Fathoni. <laughs> Fathoni Badger. Um, I love this stream, which I would I would like praise that name, but I feel like that. Uh, it wasn't made for us. Yeah, you just get that sentiment <laughs> wherever you go, buddy. Uh, Mr. Russ, uh, Phoenix Sama, 62, Red Rabbit, 79, right in the Kiwis, Scoopy, 515, Senraven, Slow Cool, The Trash Bag, wow, that's, that's an excellent name, V and K, Virgo Pros, and yeah, no, Dennis, screw that yeah, guy. And Dennis. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. And next week we'll be back, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, we will have the <coughs> rock god of podcasting, Charles McFall, back at the helm next week. You'll see myself. You'll see Kurt. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the flip. See ya.